Hey guys, how y'all doing this morning? We here on this Sunday morning. We got Thanksgiving coming up this coming Thursday. And uh, we thought we would do a message that would be conducive to the season. And uh, since Thanksgiving is right around the corner, we want to talk about being thankful. Being thankful. All right, so what I've done, I got... Uh, Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter number 17, and we're going to read verses 11 through 19, verse number 11 through 19, we're going to split it up, but those are our focus verses, Luke 17, 11 through 19, it'll be split it up into different reads, but uh, we want to open up with prayer as we get ready to celebrate this Thanksgiving and give thanks to God. In this message, I pray you that you hear it and be an individual that will be proactive in giving thanks to God and for all the things he has done for you in your life. Uh, wife is going to pray and lead us in, and then we're going to go on and start by uh, reading the scripture. In fact, let me read all the scriptures first, and then we'll come back and uh, dissect. All right, yeah. All right, listen to it, beginning at verse number 11. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves to, unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Verse 15 says, And one of them, when he had saw that he was healed, he turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, where were there not ten cleansed? But where are the other nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thou faith has made thee whole. And this is what we want to talk about right now. Thou faith has made thee whole, but predicated on we got to take time to give God his glory. And that's what we want to open up with prayer right here, if you don't mind. Would you bow your heads with us? Father God, we just come to you right now, Lord God. Just come into your throne of grace and mercy, Lord God. Asking and seeking to obtain your favor on this day, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, for your forgiveness, Father, for yes. all our sins. 
our hidden iniquities, Lord God, our thoughts, Lord God, our words, our deeds, and our actions, Father. Please forgive everything that was displeasing and is dishonorable and distasteful in your sight, God. Now, God, we give you thanks, Father. Yes, God. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up on this morning, Lord God. Yes. Thank you, Father, for planting our feet on solid ground this day, Lord. Yes. Lord God, now we ask that you continue to purge us, prune us, Lord God. And purify us, Lord God. And present us, Lord God, faultless before your presence, Father. God, we just want to always give you thanks, give you honor, and give you glory, Father. In your darling son Jesus' name, we pray this prayer. And we say, Amen, 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 and Amen. All right, I'm going to read the scripture just one more time. We're going to break it up. And you're going to... I'll do our commentary for us. Oh, amen. All right. All right. Let's All get right. into it. All right. Again, beginning at Luke 17, 17 chapter, verses 11. And right now I'm going to read 11 through 14. Okay. Listen to again to what it says. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, talking about Jesus, that he, passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten lepers, ten men were lepers, who stood afar off, and they lift up their voices and say, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Commentary. Jesus was on the border between Samaria and Galilee. There were 10 individuals with leprosy. They had to live together. It was not unusual for these lepers to congregate with one another. They were outcasts from society at large and had no company other than each other. They stood afar off. Nine of them were Jews, and one of them was a Samaritan. All right. We want to take a little time to elaborate as we go because we want you to get this picture clear in your head. Jesus entered into Jerusalem and uh, with the Samaritan in Galilee right there. And on the border of Samaria also. So what we got, we got two countries. uh, And we know about Galilee. We hear about that all the time. But not so much we hear about Samaria. All right. But what's going on, there seems to be 10 individuals with leprosy. Y'all know what leprosy is, right? It's a skin disease or some kind of fatal affection that puts souls and all kind of stuff on the body. Your clothes is hard to wear clothes because the fluid that comes from all them souls makes it kind of difficult for the clothes because they get stuck to it and stick to it. And then it becomes painful because now you got to peel that thing off you. But, and they wore it like that because they really didn't want people to see 
how they really look under their clothes. It was not unusual for lepers to congregate together because that's all they had was each other. They could not be around anybody else. And not only that, they could not allow anybody to come close to them without yelling out that leprosy, leprosy. Well, they had to warn anybody that was around, stay away from us is what they're saying. We are outcasts. Y'all don't want this, and we don't want to give it to you, God. You know, but as being uh, out, uh, outcasts from society at large, they had no company with anybody else, all right? They stood afar off, and the scripture, the uh, commentary here was Smart enough to let you know that nine of them were Jews and only one was a Samaritan. Now, let me say this too. You know Samaritans and Jews didn't hang together at all. The Jews hated the Samaritan. They, they hated them for way back in the game when they uh, was... Uh, associated with Samaritans before, way back in uh, Babylon, that some of the married Samaritans, the Jews did, and they uh, they had beef ever since because of the fact that the Jews thought themselves to be much better than people like the Samaritan, And so there was hostility between these two nations. But listen to what it goes on to say. They kept at a distance because they were forbidden by law and by custom of that time to come near to others for fear of infecting them. This is why they had to call without, with a loud voice. They wanted Jesus to hear them, bonded by their misery, their immediate surroundings, and others' prejudice. Yeah, there was a lot of people prejudiced about uh, not only the Samaritans, but there was prejudice even more about having this skin disease, this leprosy. And they wanted nothing to do with it, man. And they didn't want nothing to do it. But the scriptures say they kept their distance from everybody so they can feel safe. But they saw Jesus, they heard he was in the presence, and they just couldn't stop but asking them to have mercy on them. So they called out with a loud voice. They wanted Jesus to hear them and, and, and bound to their misery. They wanted freedom. They wanted to be healed again. And they knew this Jesus was such a guy that they had heard that can heal people. So their immediate surroundings uh, in others was prejudice. All right, read on if you don't mind. They asked Jesus to have pity on them. Thus, they desired Jesus to heal them. It was remarkable that Jesus instructed them to go and show themselves to the priests while they were still lepers. This was truly stepping out in faith. Notice that Jesus never said that he would heal them. Amen, amen, amen. So... We see that they asked Jesus to have pity on them. Now, that's a humbling statement to have. Notice they didn't say to heal us, but to have pity on us. 
allow the love that we heard that you have, the compassion for people that you have that we are heard about, and how you just love uh, blessing people and being a blessing. Uh, why don't you have pity on us? Does they desire Jesus really to heal them? And Jesus did exactly what they thought by instructing them to go show yourself to the priest. Now, the thing about that, you know, when you had leprosy, only a priest can declare you as being clean and free of your leprosy. There were a few people that got healed, but in order to get back into the common or general society, they had to go to the priest so that the priest could give them uh, kind of like a bill of help, you know, letting them know that wherever they go, that they're all right and they've been cleaned, they've been proven, they've been tested. But all right, so Jesus tell them without telling them that they're getting in here, go show yourself to the priest. Now, usually you do that after you realize you're here. But the scripture said that as they went, they was healed of their leprosy. You know, truly, this was an act of faith for them to go. I can imagine in my own mind, guys, and that the 10 of them would say, Jesus, now, don't play with us like that. You know we got leprosy. Why would you tell us to go show ourselves to the priest? Uh, we not healed. We not cleansed. There's nothing been done. And But out of faith, all 10 of them took the words of Jesus literally and started heading to the priest. And the scripture goes on to say that as they went, they was cleansed, which simply means every step they took, getting closer and closer to the priest, their body was being made whole. They was being delivered. And the writers say this was truly stepping out on faith because they don't know it for sure, but they had enough trust in Jesus to do exactly what he told them to do. And the last commentary. Yet in obedience to Jesus' instructions, the lepers started out towards the priests. And as they went, they were miraculously healed, cleansed from their disease. God provided a healing when they stepped out on their faith. Y'all heard that? When they stepped out on their faith. I wonder what might be going on in your life that you praying and trusting God for, but yet you have not moved, yet you have not taken a step, a leap in faith to believe. These 10 lepers was in the worst case ever. And if there was no healing from Jesus, chances are they would have died eventually in that state. But here they are, and Jesus stepping out on faith, and Jesus provided a healing when they stepped out on their feet. I want you guys to catch that. When they step out, the healing didn't start when Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. It didn't start till they stepped out 
on what Jesus told them, which was a fate, an act of fate, to go do something about it and follow my instructions. And in the end, you're going to find yourself made whole. So we need to understand that. But we're going to read, I'm going to read the uh, second part, part two of the scriptures, and we're going to bring this whole thing together. Listen to this. In verse 15, it says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Glorified God. And he, and, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and given him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the other nine? And, and, and he said, They are not found that return to give Thanks are glory unto God, save this one stranger, this Samaritan. Now, the other nine was Jews. None of them came back. Out of the nine, none of the Jews came back. They, they saw themselves being healed like this man saw, but yet he was the only one that went back. I wonder what he went back for. The scripture said, the other nine, they were, uh, they was not found to return to give glory to God, save this one stranger, the Samaritan, that was supposed to be the outsider, the one that's not a part of the family of God, according to the nationality. And he said unto him, Jesus said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thou faith has made the whole commentary. Only one came back to surprise and thank him, glorifying God. And he was the unlikely one, the Samaritan. And though he was the only one, at least he was very loud about his gratefulness. He desired everyone to know that Jesus had healed him. Come on now, y'all heard that? Only one came back. And who was that one? The Samaritan, who the Jews hated. And here he is. He come back for no other reason but to glorify God. And, and, and although he was the only one, the only one that went back, he went back with a loud voice about his gratefulness for the healing that he had received. He desired everyone to know that Jesus had healed him. He went back to give him thanks. He went back to make noise. He went back to glorify him. Uh, uh, and as you read on in the scripture, you'll find out that he kissed the feet of Jesus. He bent down and, and, and hugged on him. He was so grateful. He figured he didn't need to stand equal to him, but he needed to humble himself to the G. Now, this was the Samaritan. This was the one that the Jewish nation hated. 
They despised. He was an enemy to them. And the only reason why they was together because they all had the same condition. But this man went back glorifying God for what Jesus has spoken to his life. And so he come back out of much gratefulness and desired uh, everyone to know who had healed him. He made noise about it. He didn't keep it a secret. He got loud and common. All right, read on. Notwithstanding, Jesus asked two questions. Where there were they ten that were cleansed? And where are the other nine? I believe that Jesus expected some level of gratitude or appreciation. He wondered where the nine Jews were, but the nine Jews had not shown any gratitude to God. Isn't that something? The people that God came initially and was born among this family, Jesus himself was a Jew. You know what I mean? And in that nation, can you think about it? Not one of them came back. And it appears to me that when Jesus asked two questions, were there not ten cleansed? You know, so then the second question is, well, where are the other nine? As though he expected some praise, some gratitude, appreciation for what I just done. Why does one guy come back? And if that don't beat off, he's the stranger. He is the foreigner. But my people that I'm born in the nation with. They don't even recognize. They don't even understand the importance to take out a moment and come and say thank you. I believe there are things that God does for us in our lives, and we need to learn how to take time and say thank you. We need to take acknowledgement that the deliverance we got wasn't because of us. It was because of him. It was because of Christ and the finished work that he done for us and to bring us. You'd think we would take time to say thank you. I appreciate you for what you did. That Jesus believed that Jesus expected a level of uh, gratitude and appreciation from there. He was looking for it. Can you imagine Jesus looking for somebody to come back and say thank you? And nine out of ten kept going simply because they was only concerned about themselves. But there was one person in that group that thought about more than himself. And he went back. And he laid on the feet of Jesus and bowed and glorified God for his son that had cleansed him. But Jesus was left, head swarming, trying to figure out where are the other nines who just so happened to be Jews of the nation I was born in. Can you imagine that? So one thing I want you to know out of this, guys, God expects 
us to thank him when we know that God moved on our behalf. It can be downright sinful not to stop and say thank you. Our parents teach us all life when somebody gives something to you, say thank you, son or girl. Say thank you. It is proper to say thank you. But these people got what they wanted and they kept going without even looking back. My God, read on. All 10 of them had shown faith by leaving, but only the Samaritan's faith had led him to come back to give praise to God. Thus, Jesus pronounced an added blessing to the one that came back. When Jesus said, go your way, thy faith has made thee whole, he likely went to the Samaritan. He likely meant that the Samaritan did not only receive a physical healing, but also a spiritual healing. God's work within man's heart. God's works working within man's heart. I apologize. The other lepers had whole bodies, but sick hearts. My, my God. My God, let, my let's, God, let's break this down God. a little more. It says mm. all 10 of them show faith by what? Stepping out on faith on Jesus' word. Go show yourselves. But they had not all 10 showed appreciation and gratefulness for what Jesus had spoken into their lives. So Jesus take the time to tell the Samaritan that had led him to come back to give him praise, he says, thus, Jesus pronounced an added blessing to this man for coming back, taking time to say thank you. And what was the added blessing? Well, I'm glad you asked, because I really wanted to tell you, when Jesus said, go thy way, thou faith has made thee whole, Everybody got whole as it relates to the leprosy. He likely meant to the Samaritan or uh, uh, did not only receive a physical healing, but Jesus was trying to say, you got a spiritual healing coming. Not only is I'm going to heal you on the outside, oh my God, but I'm going to heal you because you came back to praise and worship and to give thanks. I want to hear you on the inside. God works within the hearts of man. Man, you know what kind of heart you got to have for somebody to speak a word into your life to cleanse you of leprosy? And, and though he's not far away, yet you refuse is to go back and say thank you and you see what the work, the miracle that's already working. Because the scriptures say as they went, they recovered. As they, every step they take or took, they got better and better. And when they got so far, they saw that it was gone. You would have think that the Jewish individual would have been the one to swing on Jesus' feet. But no, I think that a lot of times the Samaritan represents lost souls 
and the Jews represents God's people. A lot of times, this is Ken Foy, a lot of times, a lot of times, God cannot bless his people because of the level of the ungratefulness. And in a lot of our churches, we just looking for the blessing, but we feel sometimes, all, most of the time, to go back and tell God, thank you. How many times you think about it in your life, God done something for you. How many times did you go back and get on your knees to tell God, thank you for what you just done? Now, God ain't taking it back, but the commentary is trying to tell us something, man. God is looking for not only praise, but high praise from some of us because he's been really good to us. He's been special to us. Now, this man not only got cleansed of the leopard, but the chances are his soul got cleansed. And now he's in fellowship with God, this Jesus, and possibly, not possibly, absolutely, he is saved. The other ones, the other ten, they got cleansed. But we have no guarantee that they got saved. My God. Think about it, God. Simply because the only rightful thing to do when somebody does what Jesus done is go back and say thank you. One final word I have on here, if you don't mind. Let me read this to you. We too, as believers, must be aware of the level of our gratitude for what God has done and not be selfish to take or receive his blessings without taking time to show some level of gratitude and appreciation to God. Ten got healed, but only one came back to give thanks. The only question left is, where are you? Where are you personally in your faith and regards that when God bless you, do you take time to say thank you? Do you take time to give God thanks or bless him that he might provide in your life even more blessings? See, sometimes we forget that our situation is probably not going to be the last situation we're going to encounter in life. And we're going to be trying to go back to that same God or Jesus again, only to find out with our ungratefulness that just maybe God may not be able to do anything. I don't know. God knows. But I do know this. I wouldn't want to be in that position. That's what I know. Or do you represent the nine? Do you represent the man that went back? Or do you represent the nine? As it relates to your faith walk in Christ, which do you represent? When the last time you went and gave God thanks for something he done for you. A lot of people... God do things for them they don't even recognize, don't even see it. 
but they think they got better simply because it was just in general their layer or their miracle to just get better, but not ever realizing that God himself took time to speak a word in your life to put you on a straight and narrow path. God has been good to each and every one of us. What gratitude and appreciation do you bring to the table? Come on now. Why don't you praise God right now for the things that you can think of right now that he's done for you in your life? It's not too late. Where are the other nine? Jesus is looking for somebody to come back and say, thank you. Come back and say, I appreciate what you've done. Come back and maybe even bow at his feet because you don't feel like you were to even stand head to head with him. There is a song that I want to just put it out there right now. The song is entitled, Give Thanks. Listen to what the song says. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks for He has given Jesus Christ his son and now let the weak say I am strong let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us give thanks I apologize for the graspingness in my voice, but I tell you what, guys, it is a wonderful thing to give God thanks. Amen. Let the church say, Amen. 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 Give Him thanks, guys. God has been gracious and kind to every last one of us. Let's say something back to Him. And let's appreciate what he's doing, what he has done, and what he will do for each of us. Be that person to give thanks for what he has done. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Would you close us out with prayer, sweetheart? Father God, we just come to you right now, yes. God. Just thanking you again, God. Being gracious and having gratitude, Father, for the things that you've already done, yes, Lord God. God. And for the things that you're doing now and the things that you have yet to do for the ones that love you, Father. Yes. That show themselves true, Lord God. Yes. And vulnerable, Father. God, yes. And come back to your throne of grace and mercy, God. So, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for everything that you have done. Everything, Lord God, that you've given us, God, and we were not, Father God, mindful of. Forgive us, God. But, Lord God, right now that we're aware, we thank you. 
We praise yes, you. Yes, God. We honor Thank you. you we deliver you, Lord God. Thank you. We ask that you continue to deliver us, Father Yes. God, as we continue to deliver your word and to your people, Father God. Yes. Go before us, Lord God, and make every crooked path straight, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God. Continue, Father God, to lead us with your true and guiding light, Father God, down your plain path, Father. And Father, let us hide this word yes. deep within our hearts, yes. Father, so that we may not sin against you, God. The righteous one, Lord God. The author and finisher of our faith, Lord God. Our mighty counselor, Lord God. You are our everlasting Father, Prince. our Prince of Peace, Father. Yes. We worship you. We honor you. We thank you and we love you. In your darling son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. amen. All right. You guys be blessed and know that we love you and care about you. And this is why we bring this message like this, because as Thanksgiving is coming up, everybody in their mama should be giving thanks to God for all he has done, how he kept us all year long. It may not have no major crisis, but each of us has something going on in our lives, and we needed the help of God. Where are the other nine? Please. Don't be a part of that nine that turned not back to say thank you. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. amen.